Welcome back to The Insatiable Appetite. My name is Danielle Kleiner-Cantor and I'm a consultant on our retainer services team. In today's episode, we really wanted to explore how cultural change impacts how brands express themselves to consumers. And one way that they do that is through typography. So there's no better person to join me here at the Hartman Group than our visual communications expert, Larry Couch. Larry, welcome. How's it going? It's going well. Glad to be here with you on this week's podcast. Awesome. I'm super excited to talk with you today. So here at the Hartman Group, if you've been listening, you know that we spend a lot of time thinking about consumer culture and brand and how changes in how consumers think about big topics like health, sustainability, etc., really impact what they want to see from brands. And typography is a really important part of how brands convey their personality and what they stand for to consumers. But it's not only about what's being said, it's really also about those subtle messages that specific aspects of different fonts convey. So Larry, you're immersed in this world and I'd really love for you to share your perspective on why typography is meaningful to helping consumers understand and interpret brand. Sure. Well, to start, for those unfamiliar with the term, typography essentially means arranging text in an appealing and engaging way. Now, that involves more than just choosing the right font. It's also about sizing and spacing and color and how those things work together across all the various visual mediums we consume today. Theory around color is well known and has been used for brands by brands for a long time to evoke certain feelings and values. Uh, for instance, the color blue is considered soothing and cues trust and dependability. Red, by contrast, is energizing and associated with passion and strength. Typefaces can also cue these types of feelings, and it's important for representing the personality and the values you want to convey with your brand. Designer Laura Worthington calls display type a visual voice, and she said that even without reading, it imparts its message, which I think sums up the concept quite nicely. Alternately, you could think of it like background music in a commercial or a movie or a show. The, the genre and the tempo of the music you pick will have a fairly profound effect on how the viewer feels while watching it, depending on your musical selection. Now, can you tell us a little about how typography relates to cultural change? Yeah, absolutely. So typography is a really interesting lens to view cultural change because different fonts are imbued with strong meaning, exactly like what you were saying. So let's zoom out from type and think about the cultural changes that are happening now, both within and outside the food and beverage space. It seems like we're in the middle of this big shift in how consumers are thinking about and acting on their health and wellness values. We seem to be moving away from sort of a culture of hyper-optimization that's really encapsulated the last decade, and consumers seem to be, some consumers seem to be moving towards this um, idea of honing in on their own intuition, the sense of balance, wanting to feel more rooted to their food, more connected, and connected less through technology and more so through nature and intuition and thinking about their own selves. So the way that we see this expressed is in consumers prioritizing concerns around stress, mental health. They're looking for ways to relax, de-stress, and stay healthy. And at the same time, consumers want to be closer to their food production, know who makes it, how is it made, where did it come from, all, all of these things. And this really encompasses principles around sustainability, transparency. 
And then sort of amidst all this, we have the mainstreaming of the idea of food as medicine, where we've seen the rise of more functional ingredients like botanicals and adaptogens away from this more medicalized or prescriptive sense of wellness. And a result, brands both new and old are responding to these shifts, not only through the products they offer, but also in how they communicate who they are to consumers. This is where typography comes in. Cultural trends, like the ones you just mentioned, influence the landscape of brands out there who want to connect with consumers. Typography is another tool to help consumers understand who your brand is. So as culture evolves and brand brands evolve, so does the typography. And as a typography evolves, it carries with it the meaning it's gained through all these past cultural changes leading up to the present. Yeah, that's such a good point. So that makes me think of some of the newer wellness and functional oriented beverages. The ones that I was actually just talking about with adaptogens, CBT, uh, botanicals, brands that I can think of off the top of my head are Olipop, which is a botanical soda, or Mina, which is uh, sparkling tea. And these brands seem to be responding to consumers' desire for more natural food and beverage ingredients with this inherent functionality to help them relax and feel better. And one thing about some of these brands is that they're using serif fonts to do that. And one of the fonts that I'm starting to see is this serif font that feels really nostalgic to the 70s. It's similar to the font that Chobani chose for their big design rebrand a few years ago. And it's a little hard without a visual here, but Larry, how would you describe that? Well, simply put, serif type has little strokes at the end of the letters. Think newspaper logos or the default Times New Roman font and word processors. They definitely give off an old-fashioned and kind of trustworthy vibe. Now, that's just one example, but there are many. The nostalgic 70s serif that you mentioned earlier, I would bet, is the popular bold serif type called Cooper Black, which was just everywhere in the 60s and 70s, from t-shirt and bumper sticker slogans to fast food ads to iconic rock albums like the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds. I've noticed it making a bit of resurgence in recent years, and um, I would bet it's mostly because of the nostalgic vibes it cues. That's super fascinating. And that reminds me of this brand Lovegrown, which is a natural food company with cereal, granola, and oatmeal products. So this past fall, they went through a rebrand, which included a packaging update that incorporates this font. And it aligns with their messaging around being a small company with a mission to provide nutritious and delicious tasting foods. Yes, what companies should keep in mind though is that typography is only one piece of the puzzle to communicating your brand to consumers. But you need to actually be who you want consumers to believe you are with actions that support it. Walk the walk, not just talk the talk. That's a really important point. Companies can and should leverage font as a tool to complement their brand narrative for expressing personality in ways that really resonate with consumers' current food culture values. We're seeing consumers today looking for brands that make them feel closer to their food and beverages, all the way from production to narrative. And it's super interesting to see some contemporary uses of serif typefaces that are helping convey that identity. And that's about it for today. Thank you so much for joining me, Larry. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. And thank you all so much for listening in. We hope you join us for the next episode of The Insatiable Appetite.